Good morning from Stanford Christian Church. This is Pastor Jeremy. Church words are words that we use in church and are often found in the Bible, but most of us don't really know what they mean. For the next seven weeks from today until Easter, we're going to become familiar with these church words. Today we explore the word holy. We read from 1 Peter 1, 13-16. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when He is revealed. Like obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires that you formerly had in ignorance. Instead, as He who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. For it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. Today's church word is holy. We use it all the time. We have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Bible, Holy Communion, not to mention that God is holy, holy, holy. And we are supposed to strive to be holy because He is. But how am I supposed to do that if I don't even know what holy means? It makes it hard to worship a holy God and sing it in our songs when we don't know what it means. So let's define holy. The word holy means that something is set apart utterly unique. It is distinct from the common or ordinary. God is holy because there is no other like Him. Holiness is not just any kind of difference, though, like that we wouldn't take the biggest tomato in the history of the world and say, this is the holy tomato. It is true that there's no other tomato like this one. It is, but is it holy? No. Because the word holy is linked to the perfection of the divine. We don't call the devil holy. Even though there is no other prince of darkness, no other great tempter who who leads those in opposition of God. God is holy because he is set apart and utterly unique in his perfection of goodness. Both Isaiah 6-8 and Revelation 4-8 depict the angels around the throne of God singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. While the Bible does not give us a direct explanation of why it is that God is holy, each time the word is used, it is in connection with some attribute of God that is unlike any other, or it is used to urge us to approach Him or relate to Him in a way that is different than we would any other because He is holy. The root word for holy is in both Greek and Hebrew appears more than 600 times in the Bible. So you can see why it is a church word that we need to learn. When the word is used of us, the word holy speaks to being designated or consecrated for the purposes of God. Holiness is the pursuit of separating from our natural ways and adopting the ways of God. Holiness only comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit. He died to take away the guilt of our sins. He removes what corrupts us, what condemns us or dirties us. Our sin, and He sets us apart. He gives us His holiness and He shows us how it is that we should live it out. The Holy Spirit makes us new and empowers and equips us to live holy lives. Holiness only comes from God. Peter writes, As he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct, for it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. 
Peter is quoting from the book of Leviticus. God uses this statement twice when giving the old covenant law to Moses. First in Leviticus 11.44, God says, For I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not defile yourselves. Then again in 12.2, God says, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. So God has freed his people from slavery in Egypt, and now he says, You will be my people and I will be your God, but... If that's going to be true, then you're going to have to be set apart from the rest of the world because I am utterly unique from the gods that they worship. My character is not compatible with hate and selfishness and greed and oppression and the hopelessness of the nations. In Exodus 19.6, God says, And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. Here, God declares his intention for Israel to be a holy nation, set apart for his purposes. So God is telling us that to be my people, you must be different because I am different. Peter motivates us to live holy lives by quoting from a text in which God commands his people to be separate from the world. They were to be utterly unique. His children, his family should act differently from unbelieving nations. They were to be conformed to his good character as his children. Should we not want to grow up to be just like him? Christians ought to reflect his character. So in the book of Leviticus, God gives his people the old covenant law that tells them how they should live in such a way that they're set apart and more like him. He told them to sanctify themselves. Now, sanctify is our bonus church word for the day. We will see the Bible use this term in different forms, sanctify, sanctified, and sanctification. They're all used in the Bible. And this is a good bonus church word for us today because it is closely related to the word holy. To sanctify means to make holy. Sanctification is the process of setting apart. It's the process of making someone or something holy. If you are sanctified, it means that you've gone through the process of sanctification and and now you are set apart for God by that process. And so holiness is the result of the process of sanctification. God sanctified his old covenant people Israel through the law. However, that was only temporary. It was never the full plan, but only a placeholder until the time was right to send Jesus, and now he sanctifies us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Your holiness matters. We are commanded to be holy, for he is holy. He is transforming us, sanctifying us to be like him. We, We talk a lot about Jesus accepting us and welcoming us and loving us and desiring us, and those are all true, and we celebrate those truths. It's also true that Jesus doesn't want to leave us as he finds us. Sin is never his plan for us. Jesus intends to sanctify you, to make you holy, and he will. One day Jesus was sitting in the temple teaching a group of people who had gathered around him. In in the middle of his speaking, he was interrupted by religious leaders who dragged a woman in and pushed her before him. They said she was caught in adultery. They told him that the law said that they should stone her to death, which is true. That's what it says. 
This was not about the woman, though. The teachers hoped to catch Jesus in a difficult position and shame him. Jesus said to them, Whomever among you who has not sinned, throw the first stone. One by one, they walked away. When it was only Jesus and the woman left, because that's who's left when it comes to your judgment, just you and Jesus. Then Jesus said to her, Go and sin no more. We love and accept and welcome anyone, everyone, no matter what. We also want better for you. We want better for you than where you are right now. And Jesus offers you better. Go, be holy, for I am holy, he says. Jesus loves the sinner, he welcomes the sinner, but he also saves the sinner, transforms the sinner, and sanctifies the sinner to live a holy life to God. Holy living is nurtured and cultivated by a deep understanding and a full embrace of the holiness of God. Acknowledge God's absolute purity, his goodness and separateness from all that is impure and sinful in the world. As we embrace the magnitude of God's holiness, we are compelled to align our lives with him. Striving to live in a manner that reflects him, here are three areas to embrace the holiness of God and develop holy living in our own lives. We worship his glory. We trust his promises and we imitate his character. Worshiping God plays a vital role in fostering holy living. As we sing and we pray and we think of his greatness and gratitude for all that he's done for us, we encounter the majesty and splendor of God's glory. Worship becomes not just a ritualistic practice, but a transformative experience where we experience God, are humbled by his greatness, and, and are inspired to live lives that honor him. The more you put your mind on the love and the power and the transcendence and the holiness of God and declare those truths, the more they fill your mind and steer your heart. Holy living is also sustained by steadfast trust in God's promises. Believers find assurance and confidence in the faithfulness of God's word, trusting in his steadfast love and sovereignty over all things. This trust serves as an anchor amidst life's challenges and uncertainties, motivating us to persevere in our pursuit of holiness and obedience to God's commands. Every day, all day long, promises are made to you. Advertisements, politicians, preachers, people come to you every day making promises. But only God is holy. He is the only one who always keeps his promises. His promises are certain. Our God is never caught off guard, never anxious, and never cancels. We live in an agitated, upset, stressed-out world. So why would agitated, upset, stressed-out Christians have anything to offer it? Be holy because your God is holy. Christians who trust Him, who rest in Him, are going to show His faithfulness to a world that needs a holy God who keeps His promises. Furthermore, holiness is also exemplified through our imitation of God's character. We strive to emulate the attributes of God, such as God's love, His mercy, justice, and compassion. We embody His likeness in our relationships, our actions, and our attitudes. By walking in the footsteps of Christ and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in us, we progressively grow in conformity to the image of God, revealing His holiness to the world. Jesus' holiness is contagious. Draw near to Him. 
like a hound on the trail. Put your nose to the ground and chase him. Pursue him. Learn everything that you can about him and follow him. His holiness is contagious. The closer you draw to him and the more he rubs off on you. The rabbis in Jesus' day had a saying, and they would say, cover yourself in the dust of your teacher. Now remember, they live in a dry and arid place where everyone walked around on dirt roads. The point is to keep such attention on your teacher and to try to follow him so closely that the dust kicked up from the ground when he walks covers you. Today's church word is holy. We even got the bonus church word, sanctify, or sanctified, or sanctification. To be holy means to be apart and utterly unique in divine goodness and perfection. We worship, trust, and we imitate a holy God. And he says to us, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Thank you so much for listening to Stanford Christian Church today. Once again, my name is Pastor Jeremy. I hope you have a great week. Love God, love others, and tell somebody about Jesus.